This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little crinkle cut fries. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another fun Thursday episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. We're all here. I'm here. Gary's here. Hey. Matt. I just had crinkle cut fries earlier this weekend. Did They're you really? Delicious. Good. Yep. That was it. You can keep going. At the last minute, <laughs> I, I was going to go with mini muffins, but at the last minute, mm. I was like, I would rather say crinkle cut fries. Hi, Will Chris. Will somebody introduce me? <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi. Um, and hello, Jenna. Hey. So- I would like to congratulate you on the first ever episode of Thursday that I can remember where the conversation was not had about the carb. I know. Yeah, usually right beforehand, I'm like, oh, I got to think of a carb. And then people suggest, no offense, but obvious carbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not as good at this as you are. I know. There's not as much like brain space being used up trying to think of obscure carbs. It's not that I have a problem with the, the your go-to carb. It's that I've used those up before, you know? Of course. So keep your eyes peeled for unusual carbs, you guys. Uh, so much to get to. We're now on week two of me not having a watch because I haven't taken it to get fixed because I'm too lazy. Because instead of finding a place to get a watch fixed and taking it, I am like, maybe I can just acclimate to not having a watch. But I don't think I can. I'm beginning. I mean, I think I can, but I find myself missing it more often than I, um, what's the opposite? Then I find myself being so happy that I'm not weighed down by this thing on my wrist. I think you're just going through watch withdrawals. Oh, it's maybe. just going to be another week or so of this. Mm. You're going to get over that hump. Do I just need to white knuckle it? Yeah, white knuckle it. Okay. But don't if you don't want to. <laughs> I, well, I fully support watch wearing. Do you support not wanting to get it fixed because I'm too lazy, though? Um, yes, because I've <laughs> also been in that boat. I'm just saying don't. Not fix it because you want to get over the watch. Yeah. No, we'll see what happens first. I could also be your pusher and tell you where to get your watch fixed. There's oh, a place geez. around here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, this is the missing piece of information I need. I'll be your pusher. Thank you. Is it an easy... Now, does it have all the things I need, such as a parking lot? Uh, yeah, it's part of that huge uh, AMC Burbank shopping center, that big mall that's around the corner. You know what I'm talking hmm. about? I'm um, sure I do. There's, there's free parking, if that's... Great. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so tomorrow, um, for the very first time, I'm going to a dentist that is not my dentist back where my parents live. Mm. Gary, you're like me where you still get your entire body serviced in Orange County, right? <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually even crazier than that. I go to a dentist in Diamond Bar. Oh. Because that's where I grew up like, okay. before that. But all the rest of my shit's in Orange County, yeah. Yeah. The whole time I lived in New York, I would still, when I would come back, I would make all my the appointments that I needed for annual everything's out here. Um, but I'm having a little bit of toothache, although it doesn't hurt right now, which makes me think maybe I just imagined it. Um, but I made the bold decision to go to someone not an hour and 10 minutes away. This is happening tomorrow. But... They don't have parking. It's street parking. That almost makes you want to drive an hour and ten minutes. So annoying. This is my problem with L.A. Parking is probably my – is bigger than driving for me. Yes. Well, that's the downside of driving. Right. Having to park. And in New York, I never had this problem. That's – yes. I find it's just an (laughs) extra layer of stress, the whole like where do I stuff my car. Yes. Parking is so annoying that I've started like very quietly lobbying for – a handicap pass that I know someone in my family has that doesn't expire and they're not dead yet and I'm doing it for when they die and I feel really bad about it. Can you do that? Uh, within my family. Well, it's I'm not supposed I don't think it's supposed to be transferable, but there's no expiration <laughs> date Yes, so. it's probably not, yeah. So you would just take it. Yeah, someone in my family's going to and Right. I'm the one who lives in fucking LA. Right. How how <laughs> how much longer do you have? <laughs> Hopefully a long time. Okay. Speaking I feel of, highly uncomfortable right now. Speaking <laughs> of New, New York parking, I went to New York and I, we drove there. Uh, and, and, from uh, where? From here. Oh, was um, this in your big school van? No, this school is... School bus, I mean? We, I have been to New York in the school bus, um, mm-hmm. but I also went in just a regular Honda Accord after that one And you time. rode in the body of the car, not in the trunk? 
Uh, for the most part of the trip, I did ride in the body. Um, so we went to New York, and in New York, they don't have no parking signs. They have no standing signs. And we were unaware of what that meant. So we parked the car right in front of there, and I guess we just can't hang out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it we're, all, means- we're all sitting here. <laughs> yeah, we, should, we should just go. Like, I guess we can't hang no out. No one's standing. We got, we got a pretty hefty ticket. <laughs> we How came much back. was it? Can I ask? Uh, I actually don't remember. I know we were we split it four ways. Oh, that's nice. But yeah, all four of us just did not. It did not click. <laughs> like, oh, no standing. Oh, they're kind of weird over here. Let's just go. Let's just walk. To, <laughs> let's walk to where we see, need to be. See, but I'm like so trained the opposite because I drove a little bit in New York, and so parking when you found it was so luxurious that here when I do find parking, I don't trust it. I'm like. I know the sign says I can park here, yeah. but there's probably some way I'm still going to get a ticket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, um, some people have been asking that I reintroduce Jenna because oh. they said that they are unclear how I know you and your relation to the um, to, to the Adam Carolla universe. Oh, that's right, because I don't work here. Right. You so, just met her on the street a few months ago, right? Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. let me hear your voice. Yeah, perfect. And then, <laughs> exactly, I said, can you talk into a microphone? Because Chris can't. Just I, That was nope, totally nope, uncalled I'm with you. for. That was, a, that was allowable. I'll allow it. You'll allow it. No, I think that was unfair. It was, mm, it was unfair an, that I singled Chris out when all of us have the problem. We we'll do. It. I look away and talk. You know, here's the – I think we've talked about – here's the problem. These microphones, which I understand are really good microphones, are – is it, are they called directional as opposed to omnidirectional? So, and I think that Chris most is the audio pro. I, I don't know. They are. They're very. They have a very narrow uh, direction. So yes. you have to Whereas most microphones that people who do podcasts or spoken stuff, I think, use. No, most most mics actually are, are like are like this. Oh, really? Whereas omnidirectional, it's uh, you could even you can talk anywhere around it. Yeah, because like, I find that it. people want to talk into the side of it, which makes me think they're used to omnidirectional microphones. I don't know. I just maybe. Yeah. Anyway, these you have to be. You have to. There's. It's a. It's a small target, which I think is not the best. Maybe it's the best for sound, but it's not the best for human beings. Correct. Okay. So, but Jen was able to hit that target. Yes. Well, she did. Also, yes. They're. They're also. The setup of the console is kind of tough, especially in your position for the Adam Carolla show. Yes, because I can here. either be heard or I can. Make eye contact with Adam and let him know that he's being heard, and that one is more important. Right, or the guest if you're trying to talk directly to them. Yeah, it's yeah, you're exactly in, that, that position is. is a real disadvantage. Yeah. But Jenna's a pro, right? I'm trying. Oh, so anyway, um, but the truth is that I know Jenna because uh, we had mutual friends or a mutual friend in mm-hmm. New York when we both lived there, and then I was doing my show out of New York years ago, and Jenna was a frequent guest. And then I found out that she moved out here, and then I said, "Hey, come be on this show." And I was like, uh, yes, please. Anytime. Yeah. So that, yeah. that is who Jenna is. <laughs> um, and then also just something I realized that I don't know how frequently I tell all of you guys how much I enjoy having you on the show and how great I think you are and how great I think we all are together. Aww. The listeners tell us all the time. Um, you, but- tell, you tell me after every show because I thank you for having me. And you say, oh, no, Chris, thank you for, for being here. So I think I can tell that you appreciate having us here. We feel okay. appreciated. So great then. And, and yes. as I said, we're at that point now where if you don't have us for a Thursday show, it's going to be weird. Like if we're just going to be in our office just sitting around while you're recording one. I know. And I don't know about Chris, but I want to pay you a compliment, which is that I – well, all of us, I guess, is uh, when I get stopped at live shows now, this gets brought up more than almost anything. Oh, cool. Yes. Well, like it, a- yeah. people love this. And yeah. Yeah, people they love really it. Nice. I did radio in Utah the last two days. Mm-hmm. Through- well, Friday and Monday, and several people – we had this texting service. People would text in all the time. Like s- more than probably three, four, five times at least each show, people would be like, we love Allison's podcast. Aww. Tell Allison we love her and we love the Thursday show. Just people in Utah. You That's, have fans in Utah. I, I didn't know that. That's know. so cool. Thank you. It well, was really cool. What was the radio in Utah that you were doing? Uh, I was just filling in for a host. Uh, it was called The Browsers. It was like a tech current event show. We just talked about all kinds of stuff. But it was really fun. Really, really fun. I love radio. But I just what kind was of like, so impressed. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> the weird thing is, is I was in L.A. and they and I the other host was in Utah. So I was just alone in a room by myself trying to be entertaining and talking to people like I'm just me in the wall. <laughs> like, no one else is here. But it worked out. It was OK. I was still able to feel like I was a part of the show. But 
Do you guys listen to Terry Gross? I do occasional ones. I'll see who the guest is just on like the podcast feed and I'll listen to maybe four episodes over the course of a month. Yeah. I'm not a regular listener, but I, I have been lately listening to some of her interviews. And she is uh, not in the same room as the people she interviews. Not in the really? same state. Wow. Unless I have been misinformed. I have no, I have no clue. It no, sure I sounds that, like that. I know. I was listening to – she was interviewing Lake Bell and Fred Melamed from In a World, which I haven't seen yet, but I really want to see. Has anyone here seen it? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. And it, I was blown away by the fact that I think they were all in separate rooms. I could be wrong, but that is what I believe was the case. And I was thinking, how are they not talking <laughs> over each other? We're in the same room and we do. Absolutely. Uh, it is awkward. Yeah. I mean, but it worked out. It actually made me so I would pace myself better. Yeah. I was really listening. I had to like really focus for those two hours. Yeah. Uh, one of the most awkward interviews I've ever listened to was Terry Gross interviewing Quentin Tarantino when mm-hmm. Django came out. And about three quarters of the way through the interview, she starts asking him about violence in films and why his films are so violent. You have never heard someone want to talk less about something. It's seriously like five minutes long of of uh, of Tarantino like just shutting down, saying that he's answered this question a million times. Like the interview started so positive and the last like 15 minutes of it. I wanted to take my headphones off. It was that, that uncomfortable. But it's great, though. I mean, that's Terry Gross's great interviewer, and she asks difficult questions sometimes. Right. But that was pleasantly awkward, if, if there is such a thing. She can be – the first interview I heard of her, though, I, I was blown away. And I was like, wow, because she, she's heralded as a really good interviewer. I'm like, I would like to see what the competition is. Um, so I said that jokingly. Uh, but um, she was – you know, I, I was very impressed. And then the more I listened, I was like, oh, there are times where it's not that smooth, though. And it is a little awkward. And you're like, oh, Terry. <laughs> oh, come now, Terry. <laughs> oh, Terry. You know? Don't you do this every day, Terry? Come on. Well, no, but I mean, I like it. It's human. But I mean, yeah. she's not the, the coolest, I suppose. No, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I want to give a shout out to Zoe. She is the one who called in and we discussed the question she had about her boyfriend who received the text from the woman that he had been in love with years before, et cetera. And we talked about that. And she wrote in and she thanked us for talking about her question. Um, but I want I was going to write her back, but I decided I'm just going to say it. We're going to need an update. I feel like we're invested in your story now and the listeners are as well. So let us know what's going on with the boyfriend. Please Things got do. real in that conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to get to before we get to everything. Uh, this is the sound I make when I think. I, it's like I was a, wondering how high you're going to get. <laughs> no, I stopped. Um, hmm. What'd you well, do last week, Allison? Oh, because I had the. Is that the, we had the week off? Oh, I don't know. I just want to know what you've been no. up to. Oh, the week. Well, I sold my car. <gasps> there you go. Yeah, I sold my car on Craigslist, and I was a little bit nervous about it before it actually happened. Where I started thinking, oh no, this is going to involve talking on the phone mm. to strangers. It's going to involve people coming to the house who, and I don't know if they're like legit or not. And what did I get into? Just because I was trying to get a little more money than I would get if I were to have sold it to a deal to the dealership. And oh, what am I doing? And and I have to take photos of it and I have to get it washed. This makes me sound like the laziest human being in the whole world. I, I'd rather replace my watch batteries than do no, that. Listen, I'm on the same page as you most of the time. Okay. I get it. That is tough. It's hot out there. I. It's just a lot of it's a lot of stuff that uh, yeah I don't know like so some people those it, yeah. those little errands are not a big thing Ugh. I'm more I'm an idea person I'm not an errand person like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I must sit at home and watch Family Ties on Netflix and That's, play with my puppy person yes, yes so me too. Um, yeah and then all of a sudden I was like oh this is I'm not. I haven't done enough research. I don't know what paperwork is required here, you know, in terms of the transfer and all this stuff. But actually, you know, pretty quickly I was able to get up to speed on that. And I went and I got the smog check because you have to do that before you sell it. Um, And the first person who came and looked at it bought it and was super nice and honest. And the whole thing went really well. And then it was just – then my car was gone. And now I have this kind of weird feeling though, I think just because I had the car for so long. But I'm I'm happy – Happy I, that it's gone, but it's just weird. Yeah, I, w- I was not okay for like f- five to six weeks after I sold my car. Yeah, how like long it, had you had your car? Since I was 16. <gasps> yeah. Like 13 was that, years. So that was your first car. Yeah. 
like that and it was like it, it was seriously it was a problem and like I wanted to take the license plate and they wouldn't let me and like it really upset me and oh. yeah that was it was hard to get it's hard to get rid of cars you've had for that long there's like stuff attached to it and stuff literally in it as yeah. I was going through I found the birth announcement for my friend Yami's daughter who's now 13 I found like a, <laughs> a little laminate from a party confession the, I dumped all the shit out of my car into one of the mailboxes we have here and I haven't been able to go through it because I started it like a couple weeks after, and I got start- I started getting really upset, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Yes, still just sitting in. All I in have that box. it. I have it in bags in our apartment. Um, I have that thing too. It sort of made me realize, oh, this is why I don't clean out the clutter because too many feelings come up when I do. Now, do you guys have that? Are you guys organized? I used to, but now I don't mind. I could throw stuff away. Like I used to keep everything: movie stubs, uh, birthday cards, and all that. And I. And I now just my closet's full. So um, now I think uh, I I haven't looked at any of the stuff I've saved in years. So I know I just I just I just lose it. I just throw it away now. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking I didn't even know I had this. I mean, yeah. stickers for my band. I found the the price tag thing, which a guitar sounded looks like a luggage tag from my guitar and amp. I mean, I bought that in '98 or something when I bought the car, um, and but I didn't know I had that. So you I think, think I could just throw it out, and yet I'm like, no, this is coming into the house with me to sit in a pile. Yeah, I think that's the rule. Like, if if your life wouldn't have changed if you never saw it again, then you can lose it. Yeah. If you, like, if you didn't even realize you had it, or, you know, it's like, like trying to get rid of old clothes. I haven't, if you haven't worn it in a year or two years or something, then you're you're okay to get rid of it. It's hard. I have a bag in my house with, like, wedding cards in it, and it's like, what do I do with it? Do I throw it away? Do I keep it? Do I have to go through it again? And I just avoid it. Yeah. I just keep it in the corner and avoid it. So <laughs> I get what you're – I get it. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple boxes of keepsakes, nothing totally over the top or anything. I don't keep too much. Um, but, you know, Allison, like, my family still lives in Southern California the way that yours does. Mm-hmm. Do your parents still have – is your room still your room? Or is there like a, a long, bonus room or something? No, it's still my room in that I can – like I sleep there when I stay there and some of my stuff is still in there. Um, for the longest time it did look the same. But then my mom like redid it. Yeah. You know, did, she took changed the wallpaper and started moving her crap into there. I only um, mention it because yeah. we're fortunate <laughs> enough in that our, our families are local. So like I have a couple boxes of stuff, but it's not, it's not in my house. It's in right. my, oh, my yeah. childhood closet, which – my parents aren't moving anytime soon, you know, so it's going to just stay there. If I moved across the country, though, I feel like I would probably be holding on to a lot more things. Yeah. But there's a kind of a comfort in knowing that I can always see whatever I need to 15 minutes away, you know. Well, or half yeah, away. there's been a lot of pressure from my mom to go through my stuff, though, because uh, a ton oh, yeah. of my stuff is still there. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah. In fact, the title to my car was in Orange County in her safety deposit box, which a couple things. Mainly just one. At what age does someone decide they need a safe deposit box? Does, do you guys have them? I feel like no, that's a real parent My thing. mom has one. Yeah. yeah I have nothing I that don't. valuable to, <laughs> yeah. to put in there. It would be worth something. Yeah. I know. If you have a will, maybe. <laughs> oh, that goes in there. Yeah. You know, I don't. Or otherwise. Like people Birth put... certificates, stuff like that. I, I have, my parents have one that they insist on me using. Okay. Interesting. So you actually go into that bank vault room with all the little cubbies and things mm-hmm. that I've only seen in I used to have one. Bad. I had one in high school. I had one in high school, but yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why? So why? Very... Why? Why? Because I was trying to hide shit from my parents. Like what? Money. How much? Made from. <laughs> uh, you trying to hide money from your parents? <laughs> yeah. Did they steal from you? No. This is no, a it mystery. It sounds more like he didn't want them to know how he got it. Yeah. And how much it was. And do you also not want us to know how you I got it? I don't know why I went into this. Uh, yeah, good one. Speaking of Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> great really? episode. <laughs> no. I did not make math. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean the drug trade. No, I was uh, I was providing the Human rich little bastard the CDM with fake IDs. Oh. oh, for a minute. Did your parents ever find out? They did. Um, God, I shouldn't have gone into this. Um, so before I got wise to the safety deposit boxes, I had bank accounts, and a statement came to the house addressed to Gary Smith, and that's my father's name, mm-hmm. and he didn't recognize the bank because I purposely used a different one. He opened it, and there were questions there. And then at a certain point, we bought a piece of equipment 
that we needed to make them scan. Like at we, the, yeah. I had a, so this is a I whole a par- operation. I had a partner, uh-huh. and we bought it like to make the ID scan. So if because that was the thing in high school is they yeah. would scan them to see if they were real. And uh, my friend left the receipt out, and his mom found it. She called my mom and said I was making fake credit cards and stealing people's money. <laughs> so my mom flipped out, and I had to admit it to her. Um, no, mom, just fake IDs. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I said, and it got me out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. I was still – she was pissed, but uh, I told her that I had only made four, and they were for my best friends, and she made them all come to the house and give them back to her. That is so how awesome. How cool. <laughs> <laughs> so approximately how much money did you make from this whole racket? Uh, Ten grand at least. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Wow. What'd yeah. you do with it? Just blew it on nonsense. I couldn't buy anything. That was the problem was that oh, we did yeah. this and you it didn't was know how like, to launder it. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> we did this and it was like exciting and, you know, whatever. It got us all fake IDs, which was nice. But then it was like, there's nothing you can do with the money. Did the IDs work? Oh, yeah. So you're good. Yeah, I was. I can't. Could I, you do it now? I'm no, not going to. No, no, no. Not let a me read. chance. No, I couldn't. I Based on – because I just had can, to get a new license. Yeah, and I was like, I there's can, so many safeguards on it. There's a million. I mean, there, there's raised shit all yeah. over it, including your uh, – Signature. Signature. Now the blacklight – the blacklight used to just be a hologram of like the California bear or whatever. Now if you put it under a blacklight, there's a third little picture of you that shows up. I wouldn't be able to fake that. If you put a flashlight through the back, there's like little hole punches that make a golden bear that's on the right-hand side. I would not – like. There's, still know an awful lot, don't you? Yeah. Well, I was – no, I – yeah, because I, <laughs> I used leaves, to yeah. do this. And when the new ones came out, I, like, got one really – like, as soon as they came out and examined it because I was you – know, How long did you do this for? Uh, mm, Probably like a year, nine months. At a certain point, the cops figured it out. And the campus cop at CDM came to me and told me he knew I was doing it. There was a campus cop at CDM? Gary, for people who don't know, Gary and I went to the same high school. Yeah, there was. Did that – do you know when that happened? Because I don't remember that. He wasn't there like all day every day. But there was like – there was a CDM assigned Newport Beach police officer who was probably there four or five hours, three times a week. Huh. I feel like that was after my time. It probably was. Um, I think – oh, I have a question. Chris, has there been any fallout from the way you say drawers? Um, no. I, I don't know. I, I, I get tweets from people that make fun of me. But I just appreciate it. I mean, they're thinking of me. <laughs> um, but no. And I, and I still continue to say it the way I say yeah, it. Yeah, good. You just – Don't just, change. Just yeah. do you. Never change, Chris. Thank you. So does, no fallout. Do you. Does anyone say that in real life? I because don't they think say so. it on You hear it on reality shows, especially like Jersey Shore. Yeah. I'm, do you, just do you. It means just be you. But yeah, I don't think oh. anyone says that in real life. Speaking of reality shows, I mentioned this on the Adam Carolla show, but I am now watching Eat, Drink, Love. So if anyone would like to watch and mock it with me, I'm right here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what it – I saw it on my guide the other day and I thought, oh, I wonder what that is. And then I got distracted by something else. What is it? It's a Bravo reality show um, focusing on five women who are involved in the foodie culture in L.A. So there's a woman who's an editor at Eater, um, a publicist, a chef, someone that they call the boss. Uh, and she's and she's this little – annoying woman who works for Harry Horton Holdings. I don't know. And she, I think she's his right-hand woman. And she says this, like, every little confessional with her begins this way. And I still don't understand. She's trying to take Fuku Burger from, like, down here to being really legit in L.A. That's her thing. And then there's one more. <laughs> one more. Oh, I forgot who the other one is. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, there's Waylon, the pastry chef. <laughs> so it's kind of like... A new way of doing a housewife show, but yes. not a housewife show. Yes, I'm exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll it's check actually it out. it's um it's pretty good. It's getting under my skin, even though there's all sorts of things that are annoying about it. Which I think is uh, I'm beginning to realize that I think part of becoming hooked on a show might be disliking a lot of it. Yes, I For, agree. Like newsroom. Now I, I know Gary is a non-critical Sorkin fan. No, I heard you. I heard you throw hate at it last night. In the Adam Carolla show. <laughs> I threw a little shade. You did. I was doing me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't happy about it, bruh. I'm going to come at you, bruh. I'm sorry. I saw it's your okay. tweet where you said that Keith Olbermann's ESPN show is like Newsroom but without the great writing. And I thought, what? Newsroom is – sorry. I don't care. I, see I like it. his writing. Um, it's- I like – here's the thing. I've been watching Breaking Bad and Newsroom, and I find that I spend more time thinking about Newsroom than Breaking Bad even though – 
just watching two seconds of newsroom and I'm already like fake gagging and rolling my eyes and going, oh, oh. So I don't know what that is, except that it actually gives me a little bit of hope because I was thinking, oh, maybe the people who say shitty things to me about me on the Adam Carolla show, that's their relationship with the Adam Carolla show. They're super hooked and they just can't stand me. <laughs> that makes they it love better? to hate you. <laughs> I don't know. No, they don't. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of made a joke at the very end. Um, I just mean there are things that you – yeah, you can love to hate things. Do you find Sorkin to be a good writer? I don't – I'm not – I like his style. I understand that it's unique and not necessarily classically good, but I like it. And the way that everyone delivers their lines in kind of the same cadence doesn't bother you? No. Does anything about Newsroom bother you? A lot about Newsroom bothers me. Okay. At least we can be on the same level regarding that. No, yeah, I mean, Newsroom's not a... I don't, I don't worship at the altar of that show, nor did I with West Wing or any of the other shows I liked. Like, I like his style. A lot of the episodes piss me off, but, you know, overall, I'm with it. I'm, I like the fact that it's there. And without... See, I'm torn because I don't want to get... I don't want to do spoilers. So, without spoiling anything, I found the recent episode and the twist... Damn, listen to this part. Yeah, she's trying You're, not to. <laughs> I've not heard. I've not seen the most recent one. I don't want to. I know, but Matt. No, not even way, a little bit. He doesn't watch movie trailers because there's too much of a spoiler. I just no, but what I'm saying is, Matt, the way you <laughs> have your fingers in your ears is not because you're hearing me say this, right? He can't hear you right now. <laughs> yes, he can. No, he can't. There's no way he's. Pl- can you hear me, Matt? Matt yeah, I can hear you a little bit, but as soon as you start talking about newsroom, I will start moving my fingers in and out of my ears, and then it will be really hard to hear you. <laughs> Just be careful. There, you're really yeah, like poking you your he's ears. Yeah, I really don't want to hear what you have to say. Okay, <laughs> making me nervous. All right, this is the guy who won't put, who won't put Q-tips in his ears. <laughs> I'm going to make this really vague. I found the recent episode a little bit annoying. <laughs> okay, I'm done talking, Matt. You can stop <laughs> pumping your eardrums. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. And that's why he died. Uh, <laughs> right as I put my headphones on. Just, Pumping uh, your eardrums. For some reason, that is like the funniest phrase. <laughs> um, it was either that or milking his eardrums, and that's gross. Listen, either way it works. <laughs> he does uh, that in the mo- in a movie theater. He'll do that during the trailers. That's absolutely right. So Have you, you, oh, go ahead. I, no, you go ahead. Do you just go late then? No. I mean, you should time it I, so you, you don't know, have to see them. Really, I should just go late, but I don't want to climb over people in the dark so i do get there early and i'll watch a trailer Plus, if i like trailers i'll watch I a trailer if too. i am unsure i'm going to see the movie then i will allow that trailer to try to sell me on oh, whether or not i'm oh, going oh, to see that, that movie tell him about the whole level of craziness he'll start watching a trailer on his computer and he'll get to like 32 seconds and be like close his computer yeah, and be like right. yeah i'm seeing that movie that's it let's I've take- decided i'm in boom done yeah so don't spoil <laughs> it for me anymore bam <laughs> no, it's true though. I mean, if if there's a Tarantino movie, let's say, I know I'm going to see a Tarantino movie. I know that he's going to surprise me. He's going to make me laugh. He's going to make me excited. Maybe he'll make me a little horny. It's happened before. <laughs> I don't need to see the trailer because every second of that trailer that I watch is just going to take away from that moment of purity that I want to have when I see the movie for the first time. If I'd never heard of Tarantino before and this movie Reservoir Dogs is coming out, then maybe I'll watch that trailer the first time to see if it's something that I want to see. But have, if I get halfway through the trailer and I know I'm going to see the movie, I will close my laptop. Have you had things spoiled? Purity. I know. Have you had things spoiled for you before? Oh, yeah. And does it make you not enjoy them? I would prefer it didn't get spoiled, but, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I try to – if I'm in a position – if I'm – in a radio show and someone wants to talk about something I'm going to watch tonight, then I, I will find a way to We to had a fairly serious falling out at the house a couple months ago over a spoiler <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Matt and Randy got into it because we were watching an episode of something. I don't even remember I think it was what. Mad Men. It was Mad Men. That's yeah. correct. And we got to the end of the episode and Matt was like, well... God, I'm really going to have to watch that again tomorrow. I'm kind of tired. I don't think I got all that. And Chandler just piped up and was like, what about when it ended and this happened? And it was like a total spoiler for the whole episode. And uh, there was like two or three days there that Matt and Randy were not very happy with each other. <laughs> not happy. <laughs> so he told you what happened on an episode that you had just seen. Right. That but was I his made argument. It, I, oh, made please, sorry, sorry. I made it very clear. I made it very clear that I, I checked asleep, out of that yeah. episode. Yeah, I did not catch the last 20 minutes. Like my, my words were, wow. 
I bet the last 20 minutes are awesome. I didn't see them. Uh, I need to watch them again. He's like, oh, well, this and this happened. Like, you fucker. And then yeah. he's like, well, you saw it. I'm like, I was sitting next to you telling you I didn't see it. I'm getting upset again. Let's move on. <laughs> what about, what about on a first date? You're on a first date. You're at a movie. Oh, this do you, is Do you pump the eardrums <laughs> in, front of, in front of this girl? I would say that I probably wouldn't, but I would probably close my eyes. Or I would probably, like, Make subtly try to turn to my shoulder. I would. I probably would. Oh, that's that how won't I'll, weird her out. You, you closing it, your maybe eyes. Maybe if you turn her. I'll just tell her I'm a really passionate man. I'm just really getting into it. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Um, I think we have That's why I don't have a lot of second dates. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes comment or comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This uh, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes by, by way of Plan B Productions, and it's titled A New Look at Something Bad. I've been listening to the show for a while, and the Thursday Five is my favorite podcast to listen to, even more so than a very popular unnamed podcast featuring two also unnamed people. It's also helped me to have a new look at something that would be otherwise be bad. I was fixing something under the hood of my car, and the hood fell on top of my head. Ouch. I lifted it back up and continued to work. Very shortly after, I realized I was bleeding. The first thing I thought was, oh no, I'm bleeding. But the second thing I thought was, all right, head scab. Had it not been for your show, I would have just walked around upset the rest of the day about my injury. Thanks for your insight in the show. I can't wait to pick at this. Also, it wasn't that bad. No stitches were needed, and I'm fine now. Thank you for your comment. I'm glad that we gave you a way to enjoy this. However, I have to say, the thing with picking the heads... I mean, to each his own. However you come by your scab, that's you. But I find that picking it... like. Picking at something from a cut, that's a different kind of scab picking than just the novel, oh my gosh, look, I found a scab on my head. No See, one yeah, is with me on you're, this. No, no, no I get it. You're, ma- you're, making your okay. own, you're making your own luck. The other one, yeah. it, it's like you find it on your own, but this well, one, you know. The way you said it, but you, you, but we, see, I'm with, I'm none with of you us if you cut yourself in the head. Uh. Then, then I'm with you, but... I don't know. I feel like I feel like Allison's right. It's the it's the <laughs> discovery of an unknown and unexpected scab is part of the joy. And I think here's the thing with the joy of finding head scabs in the midst of all that hair is that it's really different than picking like a scab on your arm because you really can emotionally separate yourself from the fact that it's a scab. You're just picking and what is that? I don't know. It doesn't belong on my head. I'm going to get rid of it. How fun. That, that's what you're doing. That's really where it's coming from emotionally. You're not thinking I'm picking off this protective covering from this cut because that makes me want to vomit. But I'm totally into this guy thanking us for giving him a good way of looking at it. Oh, yeah. I'm also with his way of looking at it because I wouldn't have made that connection. I would have just been happy a week later when I realized the scab was there. Right. All right. Now, if you, <laughs> to people who don't enjoy picking scabs off their head, this makes no sense and is disgusting. And I say, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a comment and click five stars. It's our favorite. And that would be wonderful. Um, I'm trying to think now. If, okay, so we have a prank story from Gary. We also have um, Topic Sombrero that has your emails in it. Which should we do? And we have Just Me or Everyone. My prank story is short. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, so oh, I was... should, I, should I begin with my tweet? Yeah. Okay, so I had a huge, huge – it's not an epiphany. It was a revelation. Daniel and I were walking Oliver, and I said, what is a dingleberry? And then... <laughs> <laughs> apropos of nothing? Pretty much apropos of nothing. It's At a word dinner. that always <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> Pretty much? Or... No, I think it was apropos of nothing. Okay. Unless it had to do with me thinking about Oliver – and something in his fur or something. <laughs> I'm sure it was after all the scab picking talk. <laughs> what? I shouldn't have yeah. asked. Um, right. So he, so he, you know, explained what it is, which is what we all think of it as, bits of poo, so stuck somewhere. And um, <laughs> and I said, yeah, but it's not like a real thing. Like, what is the etymology of dingleberry? It's a funny word. I don't think it's a real thing. Uh, then. I mean, I wish I had. I wish I remember all the back and forth because it was funny. But it turns out when you look up dingleberry, it is a shrub, a, it, and a dingleberry is like a, a a red berry on this dingleberry shrub. I had no idea this exists in nature, so I tweeted something about, you know, hot news, you guys. Dingleberry is actually a plant. Um, I feel conflicted, 
And then Gary said that he had some kind of story about a prank. Yeah, I felt it was only fair that I tell a story where at the end I'm the one who's getting made fun of. So um, I, this was when I was like 15 or whatever, and I worked at uh, Ralph's down by uh, our parents' houses. And I used to fuck around with the guy, the butcher. He was like probably my age now, and he was just a nice guy, and he was always nice to me. So you fucked around with him? Yeah, we just, like, we would just make fun of each other and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and one day he saw that, like, I guess the managers were gone or whatever for some reason. I was behind that little desk, which I'm not really sure why it's there, but I was behind it. You <laughs> like know, the, the one... pit boss of Ralph? Yeah, exactly. Like, I've never, I've never really been clear on why that's there. And it, like, sticks out in the front of the store further than... Whatever. Mm. It's weird. But uh, he saw that I was standing there without manager supervision, so he picked up his cell phone and he called the store and he asked for a price check on Dingleberries, and I did it over the uh, loudspeaker. (laughs) (laughs) And the manager came back up and asked if I was – and he was pissed. He thought I was was trying to be funny. And then as he's asking me if I thought that was funny, you hear this bellowing laughter from, like, the way back corner where the butcher is. (laughs) And I went back there and he was like, you fucking idiot. Did you not know what Dingleberries were? I don't think I was putting it together. I was at work. I hated that job. I yeah. tried not to think when I was there. Sure, you. It would just be routine. Yeah, well, like, it was you like get a phone call. People call up it. and they're like, "Hey, can I get? Can you tell me how much asparagus is?" Like that happened like weirdly often. <laughs> like people would call up for price checks. Right. It's people who are couponing, calling up for mm. price I checks. I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you bag groceries there? Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts about the proper way to bag? Because I never feel like more of an asshole than when I'm getting annoyed at people who bag wrong. There is a there, – yes, I do have thoughts on proper bagging because there's a proper way to do it and there's a stupid way to do it. <laughs> and But I – the way – my favorite way to get bags is paper in plastic, which you, is ridiculous. Yes. And I didn't know that existed until people would ask me for it when I was doing that job. And it always bugged me when they did. So now every time that I, like, go to the store, most times I have, like, the self-confidence or whatever to do it. And I'm, I'm like, profusely apologetic. Like, paper and plastic, I'm really sorry about this. I know it sucks, but paper and plastic. Is it harder than double paper? Although I don't yeah. even think you've – there isn't even that much paper anymore. There's Yeah, no. And there's, like, a method to, to how to do it right. And if you don't know what you're doing, it can be very frustrating to try to get paper and plastic. I did not know that. Yeah. What's the method? Uh, you have to put the paper bag in while it's all still flat into the plastic bag and then reach inside the paper bag and expand it with your hand. That mm. is complicated. It's like it's how not, people have balloons inside not, balloons. Yes. Yes. That's, all, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, I, I can't figure that out. How do they do that? I don't know. Um, my Ralph doesn't really even matter. have bags. Like, you have, like they, they, got, yeah, they got rid of all bags. And if you want them, you have to pay like 50 cents or something. Yeah, I was at a... I was at a deli in Santa Monica yesterday, and I bought a – or not yesterday, two days ago, and I bought a bunch of shit, and it was like 25 bucks, and I swiped my thing, and she wasn't bagging it, so I grabbed a bag, and she was like, sir, that'll be 10 cents. Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's a lot of places. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fine, but in that scenario, you can go ahead and give me that option before I swipe my <laughs> fucking credit card so I don't have to break out a dollar and walk around with 90 right. cents in my pocket. What is she imagining, that you're just going to put everything just, separately? I don't know. I think she might have thought I had a stick and bindle folded up in my fucking back pocket, <laughs> and I was going to bust that shit out and just head maybe back they get, home like Maybe they get joy like, off of it, like, wait, I want to wait till right? it slides it. And then I'll, then I'll break it to I think she was just out of it because while she was scanning my stuff, she was, like, looking into the back of the store and talking on a radio. So I don't think it was done maliciously, but it was like, first you're not paying attention to this transaction. It's taking longer for you to scan my shit, and now I have to go back through the whole bag fiasco. Like, God, fuck you. Is, yeah. is, is improper bagging why self-checkout takes effing forever? For, I never want to do self-checkout. That's... Even though as a kid I always thought I, that being able to scan items would be really fun and working in a cash register. I like self-checkout unless I'm buying alcohol. But every now and then you walk by that place and you see somebody who's got produce doing self-checkout <laughs> and those people need to be shot. <laughs> you have to sit there and look up on the screen what the number is for Brussels sprouts. Like, come on. Just leave it to the pros. I feel like everybody besides me takes forever doing that. And I don't get it. So when I'm in line for self-checkout, I want to shoot myself. See, I'm convinced that if I do self-checkout, something's going to go wrong, and then I'm going to need to get a human, and then it's going to take too long. That's the worst part is when so, – and the self-checkout machines, I think, are really finicky. And so it's like suddenly it's like someone's coming to help you, and you're like, no, I did it right. <laughs> I put everything in the right place. And someone's st- – it's the worst. And it's humiliating. It is. Because they're like, what are you, too dumb for this computer? And you're like, you are too not dumb. my fault. <laughs> Matt, you've been suspiciously quiet. Do you not do self-checkout? Oh, no, I love the self-checkout. Oh. That's a lot of fun. I agree with Gary, though. People who bring the produce 
Get out of here. What if you're really <laughs> fast at the produce? But it's if impossible you to be though. Right. What if you have memorized the code? I don't think that the codes work. You have to go through the graphical oh. like fucking thing and find your If you have one piece of produce, okay, fine, like maybe. But when you have multiple if You're items, making a salad from scratch. Yes. Like, yeah, if you're making a salad tonight and you only have 13 things but they're all produce and you're going through the 15 or under self-checkout line, you you can just kill yourself with the people that are going up to Mexico whatever or all those people are really into juicing now who are the people who are going oh down to see oh right right and yes i know what you mean yeah yeah Yeah, juicing is really experiencing a renaissance mm -hmm. it has been for a while now i think the worst part of the uh, of the self-checkout is the putting like please put your item in the bagging area that to me like it doesn't matter if you if you're shopping with like heavier stuff it's no problem but if you're trying to shop like get a pack of gum or something you put it in the bagging area it does not register that you did that is that what Gary was just talking about you're looking at me like I'm crazy I don't know because I, this is not important but did our my boss just hear us having a conversation about groceries <laughs> okay no but no All yeah right. he he did see he did, he, he he did, did see, see us, us all and I don't think he knows that we're yeah, on the show oh <laughs> yeah. now he's gonna know. She's talking about Adam. So that was well, if this is the last episode of all of us, you guys, thank you so <laughs> it's been much. Great. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for having us. I've had fun. I'm so glad I got a chance to thank yeah. you. At least before I got I knew to, the I, plug was being pulled. At least I got to see him before the plug was pulled. Right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> that was the first sighting for me. Ooh. Um, and it was just like a a, a red and white shirt sleeve that walked by. Mm-hmm. You no, know he what? He was actually back there, standing behind me for a second. It was just really dark. Oh. Okay. Well. He doesn't have to know that this is every week. Even if he does, it's fine. Okay. It's not my problem. But if it's someone's problem, I don't know who it's going to be. No, he wouldn't care. I can't imagine it's going to be anyone's problem. This is Matt's break. Okay. Um, let's... Good point. Let's do uh, Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Okay, Rich Bryant says, Though I have ridden hundreds of escalators, every time I get off one, I suspect I'm doing it slightly wrong. I, every time I go to get on, I have a slight moment of fear slash slash hesitation. What other possible way is there to get on or off of one? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it's like anticipating it. If you like go too soon, you can kind of get jolted a Don't little bit. Now. Or if you... Uh, listen, sometimes right escalators scare me too. So Yeah. And the couple times that I've mentioned this on my show, people have been like, well, they should scare you because did you know there was a 15-person pileup in Brazil and someone lost their thumbs? There's always some <laughs> well, crazy, yeah. awful escalators. Well, they should story. make them not look as scary. Like, it looks like there's spikes like at yes. the ends of them. They look like, don't and back your tire over yeah. this. Uh, are you, I have a question about your escalator usage. Are you a stand or are you a walker? <sighs> I'm a stander because I thought that's how you do it until I heard someone bitching about that recently. Like how lazy uh, on Twitter, like how lazy are other people who can't even move on an escalator? I'm like, no, this is a little vacation for your feet. Well, it's <laughs> the point of an escalator yes. is that you don't have to walk up the stairs. Well, what about right? the, the moving, moving sidewalks? Yeah. You have to walk on those or I hate you. Yeah. I walk on those because it's double time. Yeah. So you feel, fast. You feel really fast. Yeah. It is too slow to stand still. Try walking, having one person walk towards you while you walk towards them. And it's scary. <laughs> you go, you, it's like you're gonna crash, like crash really hard. And you do if you if you do crash. I do like the way when you get off the moving sidewalk, it like pitches you forward a tiny bit. It does. That's always kind of fun. All right. All right. Good <laughs> escalator talk. Wait, do you guys walk on escalators? I'll walk. I usually walk. Really? I usually do. Why? You just want to get there half a second faster? It's like a moving sidewalk, but vertical. Because why would I? Because I wouldn't stand still on stairs. I don't know. Well, yeah, of I course get, not. You wouldn't move. Same, On an escalator, you will. I do say, I, I just feel like I say time. I, I, walk, I walk down them more than up them. I do get lazy sometimes and just ride them up. Now, what if there's a bunch of people just standing there, though? You'll say, excuse me? Yeah, because you're supposed to stand on the right. Everyone knows I that. I know. Yeah. Right. Well, I know. All human people should know that, and if they don't, I'm educating them. That is why it was so weird. <laughs> that was a joke. Human people? <laughs> I'm educating them. Oh. Oh wait, no. I have the. I, this actually just enlightened me about something. In in one of the airports we were in in New York, I think we were on the same flight. They had everyone as you were exiting go to the left, 
And I was thinking, that's weird. I feel like we should be going to the right. But no, I guess that by the escalator rule, you would be passing on the left. So glad I got that cleared up. Brent Hudson says, although I have a calendar on my phone and computer, I still use a day planner and write reminders on paper taped to my door, just me or everyone. What about you guys? I have a calendar at home, uh, and I do sometimes write little reminders to myself, but I don't use a day planner anymore. Yeah, I stopped using a day planner probably the day I started working here because that calendar is my life. So I'm staring at it all day, every day. I use, yeah, I use my Corolla calendar for everything. And then for reminders, I actually use the iPhone reminders app because the geotar, like the, the GPS, like the thing of it is really good. So you can like tell it, you can set where home and work is and then tell it to remind you of something when you get to work that I use quite a bit. I've never used that. Maybe oh, I will. I'm going to try. He was telling me about it. It sounds like the future is now. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Which calendar view do you guys use? Weekly. Yeah, weekly, seven days. Okay. I usually use monthly, but it's on my phone and then I just press the different days. There's way too many things on mine. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. be able to see a lot of it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have the ad like I have the ad calendars for all the shows on mine, so that takes up the whole view on monthly. Right, Chris calendars. Uh, no, uh, I use the what we use the Google calendars. Um, I find that is yeah, it's the easiest thing that I do. And if I need to remind myself, like I don't tape doors, but I'll leave like if I need to bring something to work, I'll leave it by the doorknob on my front door or something like that, so I can remember. But yeah, I don't really write notes notes to myself anymore. I'm pretty, uh, yeah. pretty good. I use my phone for calendar, notes, all that stuff, except for groceries. I'll have like a piece, I have a thing on my fridge. And so every time something runs out, I'll write it immediately down. And then I'll remember next time. That is smart. I actually never make a grocery list. I which always Which is why do. I'm often like, oh, fuck, I meant to get fuck. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's <laughs> the only thing I write Six, down. Right? <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I do the same thing. I write yeah. down a grocery list. Um. Chandler says, this is not Chandler that, okay, Randy. Nope. <laughs> Randy, whose pseudonym is meaningless because everyone, because we call him Chandler. <laughs> we all know what his name Having is. Having to wipe off the condensation that has formed on my cold beverage. It's such a curt, just me or everyone. Um, uh, I don't so- have to. He feels oh. compelled. He feels compelled to wipe it off. Does anyone else hear? I, I, do, I yes. do every time. I will too mm-hmm. if I have a napkin nearby. I also pull the label off of whatever I'm He drinking. does – Matt does take the labels off of every beer that Why? he drinks. Why? Is it just like a nervous habit or – I don't know if you'd call it a nervous habit. It's certainly a habit. I've always done it. I think it started out of being able for me to mark my drink because it doesn't have a label on it. But I just do it in passing. How crazy does it make you when people don't pull off like those clear plastic things off their gadgets, like the clear protective covers oh, and it just bubbles insane. up? I'm actually someone who doesn't that. always remove them. Oh. And then other people peel my gadgets. When you're not looking. <laughs> and I'm like, but I was <laughs> making it extra special new. No, not when I'm not looking. Right no. when I'm sitting there. I feel like, have you done that to me, Gary? No. Okay. It's okay. I would like, ne- no, what? I would never do that to somebody because if you're leaving that on there, you're doing it to yeah. protect it and you're a oh. monster, but I'm not going <laughs> to fuck with your world. Protective covers. Like, like that clock would have had one that you right, would Right, I see. Off. Like when you get something brand new. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or like when I had and But people leave them on. Mm-hmm. But, but back in the BlackBerry days when I had a BlackBerry, uh, I, I left that on for like the first day or two or something and then I remember someone taking it off. What is that? I, I would do one of those over a thousand head scabs personally. Just <laughs> it feels so good. It does. those things off. Do you ever try to put it back on and then take it off again? It's, it's never not the same. I know. It's no, it is same. not the it never same. never is. It's a little bit crooked, <laughs> a little bit off. It doesn't stick as well. Nope. Speaking of sticking things, uh, the guy who bought my car told me that the new thing <laughs> in cars, instead of paint, is a vinyl wrap. Yeah, that's that's very popular. Does it look different? Is like, He was saying when you see a car with like a matte paint job, that's what that is. A lot of times that's true. Um, and... If you go to a place that does that and they're good at it, you would never, never know. They look pretty good now. Unless you if you if you touched it, you would maybe notice that it didn't quite feel like paint, but they are like impeccable. And if it's can they do it and make it shiny as well? Uh-huh. And like it's I know people who have uh who have bought cars like they've gotten like a three thousand dollar discount on a car because it was like fucking orange or something and they just spent like 2500 bucks on a wrap and made it the color they originally wanted the car and figured they saved 500 bucks that's smart 
Yeah, and I mean it's it's good for um, for like a lease too because they come off. Like you can it, you can't do it yourself. You can't just peel it off. But if you right. take it back to the place, they can get it off, and then you have an impeccable car with no scratches or no rock marks or dings or anything. Wow. Everyone should get a clear one or something. They make yeah, 3M makes clear ones that are really really expensive, but they're like uh, they're called a clear bra. Clear can, bra? Yeah, yeah like, there's you know, there's a like story like right there. That's mm-hmm. a big sign that says clear bra and I walked in and I was wildly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, clear bra. <laughs> um I saw something last night that I'd heard of but I'd never seen with my own two eyes, which is Chris skateboarding to his car. Oh yeah, I do that. Um if I park kind of far. Mm-hmm. Um I don't mean to make this whole thing rhyme. If I park, <laughs> uh, if I park far away, I'll, I'll use my. I'll just have it, I always keep a skateboard in my trunk, and I'll just skate to and from wherever I need to go. It's just it's just easier for me. Yeah, I was actually thinking, how far away did he park? But then I saw you found your car while I was there because yeah. I was going to offer you a ride if it was super far. Oh, thank you. But then I thought, but you might enjoy skateboarding. And then you sped off. No, you had <laughs> you had already <laughs> found your car. You'd already found your car. Right, but then. And you had already found your car, and I, I, I didn't want to be creepy. Yeah, like, no, it's, I, I appreciate hey. it, though. I appreciate the thought. I used to, when I used, when I didn't have my license, there would be a girl in high school that would offer me a ride, and I used to time my walks, so she would she would always give me a ride. All right. Well, if I see you again tonight, I'm going to be suspicious. Um, Sarah Donovan, just me or everyone, when I receive a group email te- or text, I look to see and then analyze where my info falls on the list of recipients. I hate that I do that, too. I didn't know you could do that. On a text, I think it's harder, but on a group email, yeah. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Like, oh, yeah, am I, I second to last or am I in the middle? Am I first? I think that you guys should, n- should not do that because it's very misleading. Like I send group emails out to like the entire staff and there are times where – I've got hey, why do you scene. put me last always? Well, I'm just saying like it, what happens for me is I've, I've got like certain patterns and like – it's just like keyboard shortcuts. It's like a mental shortcut. I can type in these three names like – in the course of one thought, and then I'll usually get to the end of the list, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, I forgot this combo Allison. of people." Yeah, I forgot to put Allison <laughs> on there. So then, just oh, because you're okay, I'll stop reading into it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, my point is yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I thought I thought out. they were rearranged on everybody's. I didn't think anybody. I think they do. Yeah, I don't think anybody definitely sent ones. group emails before CCing my other work email address from Adam Crowley to the other one, mm-hmm. and. I, they don't come out in the same order. He just shuffles it up. Yeah. yeah. They're well, shuffled every fun. time, so you have okay. nothing to worry about. I've also, never I always actually... put your name first. Always first. <laughs> well, somehow it <laughs> ends up somehow. near the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually care. I just do tend to notice that. I always just look because I want to see who's included. That's it's more. It's not so much where my information falls. It's just well, like, looked who's at, in here? Who's yeah. on the list? Yeah. Who's I in the know? I always look at who's in a group email, but it's never even occurred to me. Order How about matter, yeah. does group texts influence the way you respond? Because I've had like friends email like "Let's all go out," and then I'll or text. I mean, like we should all go out, and I look whose phone numbers are on there, and then I think, oh, I should respond differently now. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of pressure, especially oh, we'll when you when you have the the unknown number. It's like who's this right? guy? I don't know. Yeah. It's this is risky. <laughs> I think it took me a while to realize that when you respond to a group text, it goes to everyone. Unfortunately. I know. Lauren says, just me. When my dog or cat sneezes, I say, bless you, because it's plight. Oh, yeah. I (laughs) I do that, and I also say, excuse me, and then I realize he doesn't know what that means when I'm trying to get by and he's in my way. Then when you sneeze, you you wait for all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Um, Who raised you? you? (laughs) Uh, Jason Dix says, when I barrel through a yellow light, the heroic Death Star escape, or whatever it's called, music plays in my head. I think I do that way too much for the song. The song would just be on repeat in my head because I would blow through like seven yellow lights in a row. My friend used to do a thing where he's about to cr- cross through the intersection. He would kiss his yes, hand I knew, and then yeah. tap the ceiling twice, tap yeah. the roof of the car twice. Oh, I thought I it was just one tap. Well, my friend always did it twice. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure it doesn't make a difference how many times you hit the ceiling. <laughs> something tells me. It, how do you know? It could mean something else. Well, I'm just saying if we'd done it two taps and she did it one tap and it worked both ways, then it works both ways. What does it mean? Yeah, what though? does it do? What is it I working? Was, I always <laughs> interpret it as like a good luck thing. Like, oh, hang on. Here we go. Like, please don't kill us. Like, that's kind of at least what I always thought it meant. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had his own reason, but I'm glad to know that other people did it too. I never did it. Oh. I just, I just I knew saw it. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I knew I've seen it guy. as well. I think I saw it in a movie once too. I feel like that was something like a quirky thing a character did. Oh, know? maybe that's where everyone got it. Could maybe. be. Could be. 
Clitty Scent says, Whenever I've called in sick to work, I always felt the need to put on an act, even though I was truly sick. I think everyone does. Yeah. Do you want to get the phlegm? You want the phlegm <coughs> to be in your throat when you're talking. Well, it's just that, like, you assume that they're thinking you're lying. And yes. You, and you have to react to that. The worst was when you fake sick and then you try to, like, get into that sick mode so you can make the call. And then when you hang up, like, it takes a little bit of time to remember that you weren't actually sick. That? Like, that's yes. happened to me a bunch of times yes, where I'm like, oh, me God, too. maybe I am sick. Right. Like, no, 20 minutes ago, you were not sick. That has happened to me, too, where I felt, yeah, it, it made me feel bad. Maybe it's the guilt manifesting as feeling sick. <laughs> Could be. David TC says, it is much more difficult for me to look up to someone who is younger than I am than someone who is older. And uh, I just uh, rephrased that grammatically. I'm sorry. Um, yes. I, I have think that that's too. natural Except, for most people. Yeah. Well, if you're older, you just have more life experience. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't admire somebody who's yeah. younger than you, who's accomplished more. But I think in general terms, yeah. I wonder if he means look up to or answer to. I think I guess he means look up, look up to. Admiring someone younger is it's weird. Like especially with me, Matt, and Gary, we're all around the same age. And when you watch sports, or when me and Gary watch sports, <laughs> uh, um, I've seen it's a it's, sport. <laughs> <laughs> what does this? It's sport? weird to think that all those athletes we're watching are way younger than us. And they I, look yeah. like they're like ten years older than me. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's odd for me to think about that. Yeah, I totally agree. I remember for the longest time when I would look at yearbooks, the people who were older than I was in school, uh, even after I like graduated and was older, would oh still, still looked look really older. old. Yeah. But now, if you go back, they don't. Like everyone looks like a child. Huh? Absolutely, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys. Thank you so much for doing this show. Um, I have all sorts Thank of you so to much for having you. us. I hope that it continues. We do it again. <laughs> I have, oh, can I do? Can I do it? You guys are making everyone? me nervous. Because <laughs> you, because you, just, you just were talking about your kick his dad off the network. <laughs> oh, you were talking about Craigslist. Yeah, but we make money. I know. So. I, I was just kidding. <laughs> and I was thinking. Um, no, I'm scared too. I, I've done, of, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of Craigslist. Craigslist okay. Yeah, because I've I've done I've actually done a lot of Craigslist uh, sales and interactions uh-huh. and transactions. Um, so I always find it weird when somebody asks me like, "Oh, if you want to buy this, meet me at the parking lot at the Seven Eleven, or meet me in a parking lot at Walmart." And I get kind of insulted, like I'm not a weirdo. But then when I do it, I kind of want to meet some. I don't want to meet in my apartment. And I want to tag this before you answer because when Allison told me the story, she said that she was initially – and I hope I'm not revealing anything here. But she said she was initially very nervous about the interaction, but the first person that contacted her was normal and honest, and it was a good uh, – it ended up being very good. But then she also mentioned that at a certain point there were six people in her apartment, and I thought to myself, that sounds fucking terrible, and <laughs> I want to kill myself. And knowing you, that sounds terrible for you. So what are I- your thoughts? I made sure that it happened when Daniel was there. But even still, six people? I was surprised at how many people were part of this whole transaction. Because <laughs> they just, were just... Just one I know, civic, right? Yeah, it's an accord. An accord yeah. But yes, I know, because I figured it's it was like, the guy... five. I figured it was probably the guy and maybe... Um, for some reason, I thought, I thought he was younger than he was, so I figured that maybe like his dad would come with him because I figure there's got to be someone else to drive the car home. Right. But a minivan pulled up and I think like four people Ooh. got out of that car. They were all little though. <laughs> what is that? What, little is people elaborate. or young? Like Brad Williams or like? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. I just mean they were petite. Like, mm. like, as, a, like as a group, like they didn't Chris. take up a lot of sp- Yes. <laughs> I was and, waiting for that. Right. And then his brother and his brother's friend who's a mechanic – also came over or were there three and three i can't remember so I, you both I, just had know crews. That, I know that i said to daniel how many people were in our apartment and he said six and i said really i thought it was five where was the other person but i guess there was a six i don't know it, it happened petite. fast yeah so yeah there were but i um I, yeah if it had been if i if someone had said would would you mind if six people come into your apartment i would have not been so into that but it was actually fine because by that point, I didn't feel freaked out or anything. Um, but you're just me or everyone. Yes. Yes, I have that too. Because he said that the fact that um, I kept responding on email and I had a 347 cell number when the when it's a California car, for a minute he was mm. like, 
wait, is there something fishy going on? And when I found, but then the fact that I kept responding uh, made him realize that it was, you know, it was legit. But I, uh, when I, when I heard that, I was like, what? You were suspicious of me? You didn't, you didn't, have, you didn't put like your website or anything on the, it wasn't an Alison Rosen honestly, limited edition yeah. accord. Honestly, I, when I responded to people on email, I took my signature off of my yeah. email just because, I don't know, because I didn't. I felt a little – and in fact, I, on Twitter, I mentioned that I was selling my car, I, but I didn't link to the ad because I was hesitant. I, mean, I don't know if I should have been or not. I guess I was slightly concerned that this – this maybe this makes me sound like I have a big head, but like what if it's a fan who's like semi-interested but mm-hmm. not really interested in like – but just wants, wants to – yes, yeah, because I've got to give out my address and my phone number. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. It just I got a little nervous about that. A guy did that to me once. He his email signature had a website, and he was a, like a voiceover guy that has been in a lot of really cool things. Uh, he did, and uh, yeah, it was real. And I, I started watching it, and I went over. I was like, "Man, love your work!" Like I said, website. He <laughs> he looked super weirded out because who's this guy? He just, I was buy, just buy, I was buying a coffee though? table. I bought oh. his coffee table, and. Uh, yeah, and I I totally weirded him out by like, yeah, I checked out your website. Big fan. You Mike Dawson, he's a voiceover guy too. <laughs> like And no, he was no not. No way did you really throw did you really I'll, drop Dawson's name? He's the only voiceover guy I know. So yeah. <laughs> just making friendly small I'm trying. Talk. And then I realized wait, they they wouldn't be friends. They're they're like competitors. Competitors, yeah. So but yeah, so that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> his website was in a signature and yeah, I went to because I would, I had to make sure he wasn't a weirdo. Were you trying if, to make friends with him like he was a triple A guy? No, he wasn't Aww. nearly as cool. If I if if I didn't if I wasn't if there wasn't a transaction, and the, this is someone who's going to be coming to my house, I definitely would have left that in. Like when I responded to people, let them know the car was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I left it in. There. So I'm like, may as well get <laughs> check get out some my new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> um, and if you guys speaking of buying things, if you're going to buy something, uh, why not? From Amazon, if you're going to be from Amazon, which you are because they have, they have everything, uh, why not click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. I feel like I need to change up the wording of that because I feel like I say it the same and then people might just tune out. So I'm going to – Amazon, you, something by alisonrosen.com, not extra money. Helps sh- – show helps. Okay. Well, that was effective. I want to click through right now. Yeah. <laughs> I Wasn't need to it? buy what? something. I <laughs> know that was uncomfortable and weird. Um, and then also we have a ringtone that is available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself with your iPhone from the iTunes store. And also we have a special bonus episode recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival Doug, with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. And you can get that. Uh, it's $1.99 and it is available in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can email us A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCrolla.com. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. For Matt, go to therewillbespoilers.com. My little sister is my guest on my episode this week. Oh, that's exciting. So if you want to know what two fondlers sound like, go to therewillbespoilers.com. She does not do podcast voice for the record. Really? I not yet. En- I did it enough for both of us. <laughs> uh, for Chris. Um, check out this Monday's episode of the Dr. Drew Podcast. Features me and Gary because Pat O'Brien canceled and Drew interviewed us. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and Jenna, you can go to at Jenna Kim Jones or jennakimjones.com. Yes, both. Do it. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, I hope this isn't our last episode. Okay. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Alice and Rosen show. Show.
This is Corolla Digital.